This is Colin Moriarty from Sacred Symbols, a PlayStation podcast, the best PlayStation podcast on the entire internet. If you're looking for a different PlayStation podcast to listen to than mine, you probably want to listen to podcasts beyond. But if you need a PlayStation podcast even after that, then you're in the right place for PlayStation experience. Have yourselves a very good time. Welcome to the land of long live play, where greatness is always waiting. Welcome to the PlayStation Experience. It is I, your boy Delvin Cox, and Dev couldn't be here because Dev's going through some things. But the Platinum Princess herself, Miss Haley Nicole Miller, is here. How's it going, Haley? Uh, hey, for the second time, Stan Vanya Hargreaves. Also, Delvin, I hate your computer. God damn it, Haley, shut up. <laughs> Don't tell everybody this is the second time. This is the first time. No, Nothing it absolutely isn't. I'm not letting you live this down. Absolutely not. So Haley, we, we're recording for the up. second day in a row because Delvin's computer decided to destroy our other one. Yeah, that happened. <laughs> so sorry for everybody. This is, may come out a little bit late, but I'll take the blame for it because it's my fault. My computer sucks. <laughs> and I will be probably throwing this in a dumpster after this recording. <laughs> so, Haley, what have you been playing? Uh, I played a lot this week. Um, mostly, uh, I've been playing, like, the uh, Fall Guys from PS Plus. Uh, it's pretty fun. Is that good? Yes. It's it's very fun. Um, I do recommend playing with friends, because it could get a little boring by yourself. Um... It's not really a game to trophy hunt because Devolver likes to troll people apparently and put a trophy in there for um, winning five episodes in a row. And the way the game classes episodes is each episode is like five rounds and you need to win all of that. The trophy description just says win five episodes. So I'm assuming you can just win one round in it, like the final round in it and go. But the odds of doing that are so low because there's team games in there. And if your team has the lowest score, you all get eliminated. So uh, the odds of getting that trophy are not great. Um, I also Let me played, ask a question about that. I, I also can play, you trick the system? Can I, what do you mean, can I trick the system? Is there a way? Because you, you know some people are like, hey, do this for me so I can get the trophy. Is oh, there a way you can do that with could, this? So you can have four people in a party. Uh, but other than that, no, it, there's no way to like, there's no private games or anything like that. Okay. So until an easier workaround is found, or maybe they patch the trophy, people have suggested that like win 100 games total would be a better trophy, but this is Devolver, so I don't expect it to change. Um, it's fun. It's got some server issues because again, it's an indie game and I don't think they really expected that much, uh... The way to phrase this correctly is I don't think they expected this many people to jump in just because the game is on PS Plus. Um, Traffic. Yes. Yeah, so they've been they've been dealing with some server issues and they've been working on it every day. And it was fun. Um, I'm going to keep at it. I don't know that I'll make it to level 40 um, like other people we know have. Um, 
what else did I play? Uh, I jumped back into Horizon Zero Dawn uh, because Dev had posted PC screenshots because it came out on PC. So I'm playing New Game Plus, uh, taking it bit by bit. Um, and that, that's been enjoyable. Uh, I also uh, started Modern Warfare 2 Campaign Remastered just so I could kill Shepard. Uh, to get the precognitive <laughs> paranoia trophy, which is, uh, for those who aren't aware, uh, spoilers for Modern Warfare 2, uh, Shepard pretty much, like, portrays you at the end of that game. So in the first mission, uh, in the remake, if you shoot him in the head, you get a trophy. Um, played that. Haven't jumped back into it since. I'm sure I'll get to it at some point. Like, the story for that one was alright. Um, also played the Avengers beta. Um, you know, it was, it was all right. Uh, there were some balancing issues, I thought. Um, Hulk seems underpowered, um, in certain sections, but in others he seems fine. Um, so that needs to be fixed. Uh, Kamala's powers seem cool, but I'm not sure I'd want to play a whole story mode as her. Uh, also, each character has their own ranged ability, and... Using the triggers to aim your fists is really weird. So, um, yes, I agree. The only character I really had a blast with in that beta is Black Widow. So, let me ask you this because we know this is a thing. I know you like the women characters. Yes. What women character would you like to see put put in the game? Daisy has to be an Avenger. <laughs> For that caveat, it has to be an Avenger, whether it's West Coast. I mean, regular Avenger. Technically, they could be a Shield member, um, especially based. Yeah, Shield is Shield's also fine. Especially based on how this story starts and how Kamala gets her powers. Really love if they put Quake in this game. I like that choice. Um, but if I had to choose like a, a woman Avenger, uh, I'd probably go with Captain Marvel. That's a great choice. <clears throat> That's a really great choice, and I'm. I think if anybody would be there, I think she'd probably make the game her or Scarlet Witch. I would take it. Yeah, I don't know how Scarlet Witch would do. It'd be be interesting, but we don't know. We know Hawkeye's coming, so. Yeah, that's cool. And see, the thing about Scarlet Witch and Captain Marvel is it's, technically speaking, they are super overpowered. <laughs> like, I mean, Captain Marvel is stronger than Scarlet Witch as much as the MCU would like you to believe otherwise. So, yeah. Um, I'm looking at you, uh, Russo Brothers. Uh, <laughs> Marvel has a power rating system for a reason, and uh, you you messing with it is not cool. So, uh, but anyways, if you want to be really honest, the most powerful Marvel character is Squirrel Girl. That would be awesome if she was in this game. Did, did, I would did, did love you it. know that she is the only character who can beat Thanos without Do- the help of an Infinity Stone? And Doctor Doom, that is very true. That is canon, by the way. Twirl Girl has beaten Thanos and Doctor Doom. Yeah, with no help from other Avengers, like literally single handed by herself. Yeah, uh, suck it, fan. For boys. reference, Squirrel Girl has a power level of ten. Hulk is a power level of nine, and so is Captain Marvel. Yes. And Cap is an 8, just to tell you, like, where power levels are. Yes. Yeah. This is all very true. <laughs> I know people are 
What? Squirrel Girl? Yeah, Squirrel Girl's yeah. cool. I like Squirrel Girl. Uh, like her powers are weird, but, like, her strength is off the charts. Yes. This isn't some weird system, by the way, like, antiquated, like they tried to add in the third X-Men movie, where it's like, oh, it's a class 5 mutant that had never existed in those movies at all before. Yeah. Um, this is straight-up stuff you can find on the Marvel Wiki. And I love Quake, but I'm pretty sure she's a 7, like... Like yeah, squirrel, squirrel girl is it's it's meant to be a joke, but the joke became kind of serious, so people just take it for what it is now. Uh, and the squirrel girl's a cool character. I like squirrel girl a lot. Yeah. Anything else you have to say about the beta before we move on, Haley? No, not really. Um, I don't know. They uh. They're going to have to do a lot to keep people intrigued. Like, there's a lot of stuff here, and there's a lot of intrinsic, like, neat systems, but some of it needs work, I, I'd say. I will, I will say my part when we get to what I've been playing and stuff like that, about how I feel about certain things, and new, new developments and thoughts I've had about it yeah. since, since I played it. All right, so I guess we'll get to what I've been playing. What I've been playing, well, for the most part, not much of anything, because... My last week has been a week of hell in terms of every day. Last week, something in my house broken. Whether it was Monday, it being the AC in the in the room, and I live on the second floor, so I had to go get a new AC, remove the old AC window AC out of there, and discard it, and go to Brandsburg to get a new AC. That was fun. Tuesday, if I'm correct, because of all the raining and stuff, a piece of the roof caved in. So I had to proceed to go get plaster and stuff and fix that roof in the hole in the roof. Now, I cleaned up the hole Tuesday. Wednesday, I actually fixed the hole. <laughs> Thursday, if I'm correct, what was Thursday? You said you did. The refrigerator. Oh, okay. Yeah. I No, Thursday, but not that much. No, Thursday, no, I'm trying to, think. Trying to get this, remember this correctly. correctly. Thursday, the refrigerator conked out. So I got to get a new refrigerator. I haven't done that yet, but in Friday, I don't think I told Haley this part. This was fun. I, I volunteered to be a guest on my friend's podcast, right? Mm-hmm. The podcast started at 7 p.m. Mm-hmm. We did not finish recording till midnight. I, I did four episodes of podcast for him. I, uh, I hope he's happy. I pity the editing for that. Yeah. Well, it's not for me. It's for him. He's a good dude. His name is Brandon. He has a podcast called Shitty Song of the Week. And it, it is basically like this, like a battle of two awfully terribly songs. And people have to read them. I did four episodes of that on Friday. It was a lot of fun. I had a blast doing it, but it drained me out. And, you know, Saturdays, I usually go help my grandmother and stuff like that. So by the time I actually got to play games, it was Sunday. Which, again, for reference, we normally record on Sundays uh, due to scheduling conflicts. We recorded on Tuesday, and then Delvin's computer screwed it up. So here we are recording on Wednesday. Haley? Shut up, Haley. (laughs) Yes, we're recording on Wednesday, the day we usually release. But, um, yeah, so I'll talk about the first thing I played. Before I get to the Avengers beta, I I did a thing that I said I wasn't going to do. But I did it anyway, and I bought the Fast and Furious game. <laughs> and I gotta say, 
It is a lot of fun. It is nonsensical. It is burnout. It's fast and furious. It's fast of course, it's nonsensical. <laughs> yeah. But it's, it's it's even more. It's nonsensical for a video game in terms of like, hey, you can run over street lights like it's nothing. Okay, like but the, the physics. But Fast and Furious has always been nonsensical. Dom should have died in the first movie. Like he should he should have died in every movie. He gets hit <laughs> by a train. He should have died. Yes. <laughs> The game is actually fun, and the thing that's surprised about this game to me is this game legit has a movie cast. Yeah, it's got all the cast in it, except it's got all except rest yeah, in peace, yeah. Paul Walker. But it has all the original cast, which that kind of surprised, but it didn't surprise because they they said they were going to be all in it. And even more surprisingly, they have actual professional actors like um, Shaniqua Martin. From Star Trek Discovery and The Walking Dead, she's pretty much the main character in the game. And there's a couple other well-known characters in this game that kind of acted out. It's pretty cool. It feels like they put a lot of money in this game. Unless Shaniqua Martin's going to be in the next Fast and Furious movie that I don't know about. I don't think so. But also, again, the next Fast and Furious movie somehow has Han alive. Which, spoilers for Fast and Furious, he died in Tokyo Drift. So, yes. Yes, that is a thing. So, <laughs> but yeah, I actually like the game a lot. I wouldn't pay sixty bucks for it. I will say that. I think if this was a, um, it looks like Haley made the joke the first time we recorded this it, episode. It, lo- it looks like it, a bad PS2 game. Yes, I will say they've improved the graphics to look like a bad PS3 game. But it's a lot of fun. It's silly. It's stupid. It's nonsensical. You can hit cars and murder people in the streets and nothing's done about it. It's not like you can get in car accidents and stuff and like, hey, police start coming now. You can just ram into a car and everything's fine. <laughs> so, but I've had a, I'm having a blast with it. I think if this game was forty dollars, I would recommend it. Sixty's way too much. But for a forty dollar Fast and Furious game, I think that's this would be perfect. Hey, uh, you, you're complaining about paying sixty. It's uh, seventy nine ninety nine here. Or if you want the season pass, which I don't know what you need a season pass for a Fast and Furious game for. It's one hundred thirty three dollars here. I I didn't even know they had a season pass. For yeah, they do game. have a season pass for this game. Yes. Is it going to have other characters? I don't know what's entailed because I wasn't going to pay one hundred thirty three dollars for it. I say that, that I say this as someone who bought. Assassin's Creed Valhalla for $160. See, this is a wrinkle I didn't know. If this game has a season pass with story DLC and characters like, hey, you can play as The Rock or you can play as Han or stuff like that, I might actually buy that. Okay, hold on. Let me see what this season pass entails while we're here. Uh, if it, or, if it, you, or you can play as Paul Walker or something like that. That seems a little odd. Well, it wouldn't be actually, you know, I, a voiceover yeah. of Paul Walker or, or his car or something like that. I would actually probably buy that. That's actually a... Huh, I'm interested now. I didn't know this was a thing. Uh, Haley's looking it up. Jesus is the DLC character? No, Get the season pass and rev up the Fast and Furious action with three add-on packs loaded with new cars, customization items, and more. Plus, get an exclusive bonus pack and ride hard in Owen Shaw's flip car and the inimitable 
Toyota Supra. So doesn't so the it is story DLC looks like just adding cars. But but the cars are the characters. They're giving you Owen Shaw's car. That's pretty cool. Sure, if you want to pay $35 Canadian for that on uh, Green Man Gaming, uh, the season pass by itself is $50 on the PlayStation Store here in Jesus Christ, that's a lot. Yeah. $50, that's a lot for a season pass. That's bad. Now I'm wondering, that's bad. I wonder if Owen Shaw will be voiced by the character. I don't know. The thing is, is it Owen Shaw driving it or is it one of the characters? Yeah. That's what I'm trying to figure out because $50, that's a lot of money. You better give me some voices from the movie. Like, it's like, is it, what is it? Three more, three more cars? Uh, three customization packs, so more cars and stuff. I don't know. What a, what a wild coinky dink. Yeah. It's pretty cool. I don't know if I'd buy that for that amount. I'll wait till that goes on sale. But yeah, otherwise than that, I have been playing the Avengers beta and I absolutely Loved it. I I think it feels just right. It feels like um, Marvel Ultimate Alliance, but it it's, it feels better to me. This is the the game I kind of wanted when they made Marvel Ultimate Alliance. Marvel Ultimate Alliance plays like Diablo, and that's fun and that's cool to have. But I wanted an Avengers game that kind of plays like this, where you can third person Uncharted style action. With the Avengers character. And so far, I love that. I, I, I think I agree with you in terms of how Hawk kind of feels weak in some sections when you play as him. I, I didn't like the fact that certain areas he could just smash through. Yeah. And certain areas he couldn't smash through. And, I, and certain things he could climb on and certain things he wouldn't necessarily grip onto. Like, that's kind of weird. He should be able to grip onto any surface because he's the Hawk. But for the most part, I liked it a lot. My favorite parts, I think. Kamala played good. I, I like how she played. I I don't think. I hope you don't have to play as her the whole game. Uh, but they have little sections of her. I mean, to be fair, uh, Kamala is like the main drive for the story. It's like the story of her reconnecting the Avengers. Um, which, by the way, spoiler alert: Captain America is not dead. Just so we're we're clear here, because you don't offer skins for a character who's going to be in the game for five minutes. Just a heads up. I agree. Yeah. But I like her as a character. I think she's very endearing. I like the fact that she's kind of a fan fangirl and she's kind of the eyes of the player. Like, if you don't know who the Avengers are, this is your kind of gateway into the characters and stuff like that. So I thought that was cool. I, like I said, I don't think we should play as her the whole game. Like, you're playing an Avengers game to play as the Avengers. So. I want to get story missions from Iron Man, the Hulk, stuff like that. That Hulk mission but, you play right after the San Francisco Golden Gate Bridge, that is a story mission. Like, that's literally, like, where you go right after that. Yeah, that was pretty cool. And I, you I started like, as Hulk there. Well, technically you started yeah. as Bruce Banner, and then, you know. Immediately turned it off. It was, it was yeah. cool. I like that. I like that aspect. I, I hope the missions are like that. Like, you play a level as Hulk. You play a level as Iron Man. You play a level as Black Widow. I like stuff like that. I, Eventually, you get to play a whole level with all the Avengers. I'm sure you will. It's a way to teach you their movesets. Yeah. The thing that got me with this game that made me fall in love with it is the Warzone missions. Where you can take a character and do a specific mission. The cool thing about these missions is they're meant to be multiplayer. But the way they set it up is you can pick your character and take three AI characters with you if you don't play multiplayer. 
and do these missions. Yeah. And, and the, that is a lot of fun. The AI companions, by the way, um, they're not just random. They're not like randomly generated with skill sets. They're, their skill sets are what you've upgraded them to be. Um, but I will say, Warzone stuff specifically, they need to fix the companion AI. Because the companion AI just fights. It doesn't defend. Like, there's... <clears throat> In the beta, there's a there's a war zone mission where like you're you're fighting in an aim lab, and there's four different computer computers Jarvis needs to hack into, and uh, you have to like keep the aim people out of e- each of the four areas, and you're on your own if you're playing by yourself. The AI doesn't attempt to keep them out of it. Yeah, that's a problem, but I think they can fix that by game time. I love the the, the war zone thing. It feels like an Avengers game. It feels like what I wanted from an Avengers game, where you can just pick a character, and all four of you guys are together, and you're fighting against AIM and stuff like that. I also especially like, because I picked Iron Man, the cool thing about that is, when he gets his special, he can call down the Hulkbuster suit, and give it to one of the other Avengers. That is awesome. I super love those little details like that, that makes the game fun and interesting, and I Hope they expand on this more. I hope that this is kind of, I don't know if this is a bad thing to say, but I hope that AIM isn't the only bad guy in this game. I mean, I hope DLC. Taskmaster is a bad guy. Yeah, but I mean, like, the main bad guy. I would like to see characters like um, Dr. Doom, maybe, I if we're lucky. I don't think you will. Yeah, probably not. But yeah, I mean, you're, I like you're to see characters Modoc, so. Yeah, Modoc is cool. I would like to see characters like Baron Zemo, stuff like that. Cooler characters for like DLC stuff like that. I'm sorry, you those think, characters. I'm sorry, I just need to call you. Out. You think Baron Zemo is a cool character? Ooh man. Yes. Ooh, ooh. He's cool. Zemo is cool. He is not. Why don't you like Zemo? He took out the Avengers with the freaking book. This is a hot take that's gonna get me in trouble, but I stand with Jared Petty. Captain America: Civil War is the worst Captain America movie. And it's also the worst Avengers movie. That movie was I don't garbage. I not that at all. That is a wrong, bad take. No, it's not. Not even it, close. It is, it is the worst movie in the MCU. It is bad. It is absolutely How bad. How did you get that notion? Where is the disconnect button? <laughs> this episode is now over. <laughs> absolutely How not. Captain you? America Civil War is the worst movie in the MCU. My... PSXP people. I want you to hear my voice when I say this. I want you... Don't shame Haley. Don't do that. I want you to write in to us and let us know is Civil War the worst MCU movie? Just to prove Haley wrong. If you're listening to this, just say... You don't even have to say this. Just say... You're wrong. I, and I don't know what you're I, talking again, about. Again, what part of I stand with Jared Petty does not comprehend for you. Look, I love that big ball-headed man. I do not agree with this notion whatsoever. I mean, I, c- I could that... go even further, but, you know, nah, you're going to nah. get angry. The that, so The movie that brought us, look, Haley, if you don't know this, I am always angry. <laughs> Delvin's going movie... to get my foot up his butt next. <laughs> the movie that brought us Spider-Man and Black Panther cannot, in any circumstances, be a bad movie. I mean, it can, and it is. 
the casting choices for those characters were fantastic. Um, but unfortunately, in a movie that's already bad, they don't do much to save it. So we we are moving on. <laughs> you are an awful person, Haley. I just want you to know that terrible person. How dare you, ma'am? Captain America: Civil War is a terrible movie. I'm sorry. No, it's not. It is. Well, let me ask you this question. See now, now you got me started on a rant. Which one's better, The Dark Knight Rises or Captain America: Civil War? The Dark Knight Rises. You have lost your damn mind. The Dark Knight Rises is awful. The Dark Knight Rises is also an awful movie. Still better than Captain America: Civil War. No, it's not. Yeah. Not even close. You know what's a Bane with you that know, horrible voice. You, you know what's no. a better movie than Captain America: Civil War? This is gonna ruffle some feathers. <laughs> hey, go to BS. Uh, Batman vs Superman is a better movie than Captain America: Civil no. War. No, it's not. It Batman vs Superman is. It a absolutely movie. is. Batman vs Superman is not even a good movie. No, it's not. I will not allow this nonsense to go on this podcast. See, I knew you was going to pull some crap like this, Haley. Dev's not here to argue with, so you find something to argue me about. How dare you, ma'am? <laughs> Batman vs. Superman is a great movie. No, it's not. It is horrible. Don't let that Greg Miller propaganda boost your hands up with this nonsense. <laughs> it is not a good Captain movie. America Civil War is awful. No, it's not. It is. It's actually also one of the worst comic book storylines ever. Like Civil War? Are yeah, you I hate that storyline so much. I hate it. It's one of the man. biggest problems of superhero ethics. Just a heads up. Like We're not going to get into it because it would devolve the whole podcast and we're on a yes. deadline. But uh, it's one of the worst problems with superhero ethics ever. It, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to have to write to Donnie and let him know we have to talk about Replacing Haley on the show. <laughs> no, you don't. I'm, I'm sure Donnie would agree with me, but you know, Donnie bet not agree with you. If Donnie agrees with you that the Dark Knight Rises, oh no, no, no. I just, I just, no, no. I, I meant that if I, I meant Donnie would probably agree with me about like Civil War being like one of the worst problems with superhero ethics no. ever. If no, no. If he agrees to Civil War is a bad movie, I'm going to have to resign from PSXP. <laughs> I'm going to write a letter to resign from PSXP immediately. You are, here's my you are contractually <laughs> obligated, sir. Uh, I will write the letter. I will mail it to his house. <laughs> so right. he can have it on All file. Right, moving on. We got like, we're on a deadline here. Come on. We got plenty of time. Okay, we got questions this week. A lot of them. Speaking of Donnie. Eat the hype, ass. With the PS5 on the horizon, what do you think about Dreams now? It seems like it came and went, even though it has a user group definitely still playing it. Will Dreams continue to live on and prosper through the years, or do you think that Media Molecule will come back to the, go back to the drawing board with a new game soon? So, what are your thoughts on Dream, Haley? Uh, I don't know. It kind of seems like, like with most things that Sony doesn't want to promote, they send it out to die. Um,. I know at launch, uh, to bring Greg Miller up again, uh, <laughs> uh, no. he, he mentioned that uh, the moderation tools seem a little lacking because one of the first levels he found was someone who had made Yoda crashing into the Twin Towers and he had to report it. So, you know, uh, hopefully they fix that. Um, I kind of just wish Media Molecule had made another Little Big Planet game, though. So, I agree. I think 
that we're getting to the point in terms of dreams where dreams are going to be kind of self-sufficient. And I think while there'll still always be somebody working on dreams, I think they're ramping this up for PS5. They want dreams to be a thing for PS5. So I think what I'm what I'm guessing at least is after they get the kind of patch for PS5 ready and stuff like that, Media Molecule, if they're not already now working on it, they're working on a, maybe a sequel to Tearaway or another game. I, I don't think Dream is the only thing they're working on. I feel like at some point they have to put out an actual game as opposed to what Dreams is. Dreams is a concept that I think will be around for a while. Even with this kind of, I don't want to say low because people are playing it. It's well, let's say consistent with its consistent player base. Yeah, I know I what you. That, I know what you're getting at. Yeah, yeah. I think it'll still be around. I think it'll. Still, I still think it will still be profitable. I, I feel like this is the type of game. At one point, it should become a PlayStation Plus game. That's my thoughts on it. it should get, eventually, it's easy to become a PlayStation Plus game, or they should have a free version of this game to give the people to let people get. The more hands this game gets into, the more popular I think this game will be. And I really think that it, it can thrive. I think especially on PS5, I just, it just has to take time. I, but I I do think Media Molecule is working on something else. I think it's probably a tearaway sequel. If I was to guess, because I think, what's the company name that worked on the, what is it? Sack Boys, Big Adventure or something like that? Um, I believe that is Sanzaru or something like that. Hold on, let me find out for you. I don't think Media Molecule will be working on another little big planet per se because of that. But I do think they'll work on something like a tearaway type game. So I, I definitely think. Oh, had... sorry. Uh, the developers of Sackboy's Big Adventure. Um, or, sorry. What is the new one? Did I get the name right? Huh. Yeah, at least looking. Uh. I don't understand what this means, unless it's a remake. That doesn't make any sense. It tells me the initial release date for Sackboy, A Big Adventure, uh, <laughs> was December 14, 2010, but that doesn't make any sense. So, uh, oh, did I say the wrong name? No. Because uh, then that, that could be the move game they had. I remember they had like a move game or something like that. For Little Big Planet? I mean, all the trailers are from June, so, like, I don't see anything initiated. Maybe. I don't know. Regardless, uh, you want to know the developers. It's Sumo Digital and XDev. Okay, so this yeah, this is my point. If they're working on a Sackboy game, I don't think Media Molecule's gonna work on the same type of game, like a Little Big Planet. I don't think that's coming, but I do see... I can't think of it, like, maybe they'll do a game like Tearaway 2 or something like that that would come on PS5. Wasn't Tearaway, that's my like, thoughts double on that. fine? Was it? I thought Media Molecule worked on that. I don't know. I'm not gonna. Google which was, which was one was the one that Media Molecule worked on a game like that? I thought it was Tearaway. Maybe I don't know. It's not that important. I yeah. <laughs> we are not the facts podcast here. All right. Question number two from Paul Calico. Hmm. Why would anyone want to slide slide into peanut butter? I don't know what this means. We're gonna move on. <laughs> We're not moving on. Would you want to slide, slide the peanut butter? Haley? I don't know what that means, so I'm going to go with no. Just sliding in peanut butter, just what it says. No, that is most definitely not what that means. We're going to move along. <laughs> How, How do you know that's not what that means? Now, the next one, 
you could probably say we don't that that it could be have some other connotations with it. We'll move on to that question. And and I will say this. I will slide slide into some peanut butter. <laughs> but the next one is Mike Fowler's question. And it is let me read it correctly. Favorite WAP. Haley, do you know what a WAP is? Uh, I do. Shout out to uh, Ben Shapiro for saying that he's never had good sex in his life, by the way. <laughs> um, this man full-on posted on Twitter that his wife said WAP is a medical condition. Uh, full-on, <laughs> if a woman tells you that, um, you are not doing well. <laughs> yes, very, very much so. <laughs> Uh, so, just for reference, there are people you expect aren't ha- having great sex, but then you don't expect them to tell on each other. Ben Shapiro did worse than that. He told on himself, and then took out a 30-year mortgage on the fact that he told himself. So. Out of everybody I would look at in that space that he's in, I would look at him and say, yeah, that guy's not having good sex. He's not, he's not good at, he's not good at whatever he's doing. He must have uh, money or something else. Because he's not good at that. You know what's even better? His wife is a doctor. So (laughs) (laughs) that's that's bad. Yeah, his wife is a doctor and told him that WAP is a uh, is a medical condition. I think she told him that just to shut him up. Like she, you probably asked him. What is WAP? Also, also shout out to the fact that this man couldn't say this word on the radio. Like, this man, instead of saying what the acronym actually is, just went W-A-P word. <laughs> Wasn't that like a podcast of like that? Yeah, it was, he was doing it on his podcast. I have, I've never listened to his show or anything like that, like, like, but that clip is floating around the internet and it is hilarious. I don't think, I don't think a podcast is like, kid, he doesn't have to censor himself on his own podcast. That's what makes that even more... Ridiculous. But anyway, what's your favorite rap, Haley? I'm Do you have a favorite rap? I, I no, I don't. Mine's Megan Thee Stallion. <laughs> Fantastic. What? what? Fantastic. I, I like Megan Thee Stallion. What can I say? <laughs> now let's get to Mike's real question. Well, that first one probably was his real question too. What is the first weapon that you're using in Hitman Three VR? He says he wants to use the rubber duck bomb. Solid use. Um, I won't be using any weapons in VR because I don't have VR. Um, probably stick with the silver ballers or, you know, I hope they bring back the homing briefcase. Uh, if, if you don't know what that is, please look that up. It is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> Haley, when Haley gets VR, she will just strangle the guys with their, her bare hands. Okay. Uh, Haley will not be getting VR because turns out Haley gets motion sickness. So, oh, you get more. Oh, that sucks. That really sucks. But I will. I am a silver baller guy as well, and that's because I am terrible at playing Hitman in stealth. As soon as I try to struggle somebody, I hit the wrong button. He punches them in the back of the head. The guy says, "Hey, what you doing here?" And then I end up shooting everybody in the area. That's how I play Hitman. But I love those games. Those games are awesome. Yeah, and their replayability is great. Um, also, pro tip: Hey, uh, Io, you you want to give Pla- Hitman Three a platinum trophy, please? It doesn't have a platinum trophy. Hitman One or Two both did not have platinum trophies. You're right. Ah, huh, that's a good point, Haley. 
that's a good point. Uh, little known fact, Greg Miller brings this up all the time. If you send your game in for uh, classification to Sony and they deny you a platinum trophy, all you have to do is ask again and insist on it, and they'll give you a platinum trophy. So do that. There you go. And here's another question by Mike Fowler in the same vein. Do you think the PS5 will get a new VR controller? Judging by Agent 47 moving each finger on the trailer. So do you think PSVR is getting a new move controller? I don't. But also, again, I have no stick in this game. If they do, that's cool. That's great for those who can use VR. Uh, A, I don't have the space. B, I get motion sickness. And C, the move controllers that PlayStation has had for years aren't really that great anyways. They suck. Yeah. I think they are getting one. I think they're getting a whole new VR headset. Maybe something wireless that you have to use in the house, but you can stay away from it like five or six feet, something like that. But I think they're getting a whole new VR system. I don't know when. I don't know how. But I can definitely see that coming up. And I will say that it's going to be inexpensive. I can see it being the same price as the one that they have now, but wireless, stuff like that. But I think their whole game plan is to make VR that's accessible and inexpensive so people will attach themselves to it like the one they have now. Makes sense. All right, we got another question from my boy Spiderham, Pastor Lucas Ham Swisher. He asks, "What's more annoying, people living random shopping carts in a parking lot, or taking up two parking spaces by parking diagonally?" He has experienced both in a recent grocery run. So, what do you think, Haley? What's more annoying for you? Okay, well, I can answer half of this because I don't drive. Um, <laughs> If you, and as someone who works at Walmart, if you leave your shopping cart in the middle of a parking lot or, you know, you just let it run into other cars, you're a terrible person. Uh, please return your shopping cart to the cart corral. You don't even have to bring it back to the inside of the, to, to the inside of the store. There are cart corrals in the parking lot. Put the shopping cart there. It's empty. It's great. Also, pro tip. Do not bring them to your apartment building and leave them diagonally in the hallway so people have to squeeze by. People do that in your neighborhood? Uh, yeah. I had to squeeze by one when I went to work. You know why. On Sunday night. (laughs) That sucks. I will say this as a person who experienced both. The shopping cart thing, while it's bad, I've when I was younger, I worked at Publix as a cashier. For those who don't know, Publix is... Publix is an American grocery store. We don't have them here, but they're all over the States. Yes, very much so. I was a cashier, and a lot of the baggers didn't like people bringing in the carts because they like to stay outside and grab the carts themselves so they could take cigarette breaks. So it's kind of a cast 22 in terms of like I feel like if you don't have to go all the way back in the store, just put it in the corral. Yeah. Now, now if you have to go all the way back in the store, that's different. I mean, it's but, not. It's, it's common decency. Yeah, but most people, it depends on where you're at. But like, I think most people are not going, like, if you're in a mall, for example, and malls have those carts and stuff, and you have to travel a mile to get back to your car. Okay, hold on. I, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Uh, Shopping malls? in the states have shopping carts yes they do 
that you pay like a quarter or I think no, you pay a dollar twenty five for yep. them. We don't have that here. Uh you get shopping carts at grocery stores and that's it. Yeah, that's the thing. They have some some shopping malls have shopping carts. You pay like I think it has to be more than a dollar twenty five. You pay like four dollars if I'm correct. And they give you the cart and then when you bring it back, they give you like two dollars back. If you put it back in a little machine. Hey, do you know how much it costs to get a shopping cart at a grocery store here? How much? 25 cents. You put the coin in the cart and it unlocks. There you go. Well, yeah, most places like have that. But like a, a lot of malls here have like the actual grocery shopping cart that you pay like $5 for, for convenience. And they give you a certain amount back when you bring it back to the corral. But most people don't bring it back because, as you know, American malls are very big. So if you're in the back of the mall, you don't walk way back another 15 minutes to bring a shopping cart back. But I, but generally speaking, I always bring them back because I kind of have a little OCD about that in terms of like if I see shopping carts all in the wild and stuff, anyone that's near me, I'll put it put it in the corral because I don't want I get so paranoid it's gonna hit my car or somebody else's car and they're gonna blame it on me. So I don't never never just leave it out there like that. Hmm. So in terms of that, yes. Now, it's the other question, I hate people who double park. That is an awful habit people do. It is stupid. It is inconsiderate. I despise the people. So I will say that is the worst out of the two scenarios. Um, I've never seen people park diagonally. I have seen people park over the line. Um, like like park on the line so that they're in two parking spots, but never diagonally. Well, on the line, I'm not too bad about because that doesn't mean you're a bad driver. That's like, you just, you just don't know how to park. But if you intentionally park, usually the people I see park diagonally are the douchebags who have like the, the Maseratis or something like that. And they feel like, hey, if I just take up two parking spots, nobody's going to hit my car. Yeah, that doesn't work like that. I just if you have that much if you have that much money to buy a Maserati, just pay to have the car parked. Pay a valet. I don't think grocery stores have valets, but okay. But I don't think why are you going if you have that's another question. If you have a Maserati, why are you going to the grocery store? <laughs> like like they have services that can come to your house. Okay, but also, did you consider, and this is a long shot because it doesn't really happen, have you considered that maybe they just recently came into this money, and so they're still going to the grocery store because they're a decent human being? If they're taking up two parking spaces, they are not a decent human being. They are an awful person. They need to be on a watch list. Okay, uh, (laughs) moving on. (laughs) What is your story for the week, Haley? Let's get Uh, to the news. <laughs> so we had a state of play last week, and Control's second and final expansion, uh, titled AWE, which stands for Altered World Events, uh, was announced as coming out on August twenty seventh. Um, this DLC, of course, will delve into what happened in Bright Falls. Uh, for those who played Alan Wake, that is the town of Bright Falls where Alan Wake went missing ten years ago. Um, you know. And, you know, he narrates the trailer. He's in the trailer. It would be um, very nice if this DLC ends with us rescuing him from the dark place. Uh, For those who don't know, uh, he is already in control in, like, hidden areas. Uh, You can find stuff about him. But 
to have Remedy pretty much confirm that, hey, like, we're working on a Remedy-connected universe. This is, like, some start to pay off for that, but our next Remedy-connected universe game is already in development. Um, is very nice to see, so. Okay. This is something we didn't talk about in the last episode. What what we recorded that got lost. But I can bring it up now because new news came out about this. Did you hear about the Alan Wake? Um, not Alan Wake. What am I talking about? The Control. The Control Ultimate Edition. Yes. I did. Uh, you know, it's it's not a remedy decision to do that before anyone gets mad at Remedy and starts throwing heat at them. Any decisions made like this are often made by the publisher, not the developer. Um, so what Delvin's referencing is today, um, they announced the Control Ultimate Edition uh, would be the only way to get a a next-gen upgrade for Control. Um, So for those like myself who bought the game in the season pass when it was announced, um, had to have to rebuy the game to get it on PS5 uh, for a free upgrade or, you know, vice versa. Um, It's terrible. I'm I'm sure if there's enough backlash, 505 will fix it. But this was not a remedy decision. This was absolutely a five hundred five games decision. So, I think it's a crappy decision. I I feel like if you bought the season pass, I think just buying the season pass in the game itself should be enough to like, hey, we'll upgrade you there. The fact that you have to buy an arbitrary ultimate edition to get the PS five version, especially which. What's the thing that fans? makes this really scandalous, though, by the way, is that the Ultimate Edition differs in no way from the Deluxe Edition, which is the one that included the Season Pass at launch. Um, it's all the same stuff, just bundled into one download. So, But yeah. uh, Mike Futter uh, on Twitter had a great uh, thread about this. Um, it's potentially a technical issue because the Ultimate Edition is a brand new SKU of the game. Um Whereas the base game plus DLC is like a bunch of different SKUs mixed together. So, so is it terrible? Yes. That. Should 505 Games fix it? Yes. But again, this was a 505 Games decision, not a remedy decision. Okay, cool. Let me ask you this, Haley, before we get into my topic. Did you see the state of play? I did. Do you have anything to say about the state of play before we get into my uh, topic? Because if you don't... My topic can be the main topic because I think you have more to say about my next topic as opposed to the state of play. Uh, yeah, uh, the state of play was all right. It was mostly indie games. Like they put that expectation out there. Uh, again, both uh, Greg Miller and Imran Khan uh, both think there's another event coming this month for PlayStation. So wouldn't be surprised about that. Um, and this is a little tidbit because the other day I went and got my Ellie Pop Funko and. Uh, associates at eb were like man they're kind of coming down the wire here we need like marketing like plans in place like three months before launch so you know uh by the end of the month we should hopefully have price stuff um state of play wise though uh i mean some stuff was cool godfall looks boring yeah kind of agree i thought this state play was lackluster that's why i wanted to ask you first before we got into my time you see like Maybe we should just let this next topic be the main topic as opposed to the state of play because neither one of us felt the state of play. We were like, ah, this is not the state of play we were looking for. It was just kind of like, kind of there. Yeah. 
So yeah, I think that that does it for the state of play. All right, let's talk about my topic. I think it's going to be the topic of the show. Marvel Spider-Man. No, I'm saying Marvel Spider-Man. Spider-Man's the topic. Marvel Avengers breaks Xbox fans' hearts by announcing Spider-Man as a PlayStation exclusive character. So what do you think about that, Haley? That they essentially, PlayStation cut a deal with Marvel Studios. Please don't kill <laughs> the, the people who make the game about this, but they cut a, a deal with Marvel Studios so they can essentially have Spider-Man as an exclusive character for only for the PlayStation 4 version and PS5 version. So as of right now, Spider-Man will not be coming to the Xbox or the PC version of the Avengers game. So what are your thoughts about this, Haley? Uh, I mean, I don't know why anybody's surprised at all. Um, I could have told you this was going to come. Um, and just just to shout out, if people are mad about Avengers, people are going to get real mad over the next couple of years, according to Imran Khan. Uh, Sony has done this with a lot of stuff that hasn't been announced yet. Um, in fact, I'm going to throw a hot take right out there now. would not be surprised if Rocksteady's game includes stuff with this. Um... <laughs> we don't know the details of the new agreement between Marvel and Sony uh, regarding the rights to Spider-Man in the movies. Perhaps it also pertained to video games as like, hey, we'll let you keep using him in the MCU uh, with video games. All we publicly know is that they have the movie rights. We don't know about the actual like, game rights. Uh, because people need to remember, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 3 and any other games that were like team-based that contained Spider-Man came before the fallout with Marvel and Sony, and then remake up. Um, that stuff came out before those movies. Uh, before Far From Home was back in the MCU. Like, like you get my point. Yes, I do. Um, so we don't know what that was going, but based on the fact that Marvel's Spider-Man was PS4 exclusive, uh, and this happened, this is not the Insomniac version of Spider-Man, this is just Spider-Man and Marvel's Avengers. I really don't know why people are surprised. And also why people are suddenly up in arms about this, but weren't up in arms about Microsoft getting one-month exclusive map packs for Call of Duty, or, you know, Tomb Raider being exclusive to Xbox for a year. Like, it happens. Tough deal. I think, and I think this is the situation where people are saying, oh, it's because Spider-Man's the most popular Avenger. No, that's not what it is at all. Spider-Man is not the most popular Avenger. He is the most popular Marvel character. There's a difference, believe it or not. I think Spider-Man didn't get into the Avengers till way later in the Avengers history. That yeah, that doesn't matter per se. But before this was announced, people didn't even know or expect Spider-Man to be in this game because I they didn't did. look at it. Oh, you, well, there goes, there's one person. I did think you, people. Did you did you play Marvel Spider-Man? Yes, I did. I played it and beat it. Did you take a photo of Avengers Tower? Yes, but I didn't think they were going to be part of the same connected universe because no, of they're not part of the same connected universe. But they alluded to the fact that it's the West Coast Avengers essentially, uh, because Peter and Spider Man spoilers for Spider Man twenty eighteen. Um, it's very light. If you wish, skip ahead by like twenty seconds. Um, there is a photo you can take in Spider Man that essentially tells you he doesn't know why Avengers Tower exists still in New York when they're always on the West Coast. So. Yes. I didn't think, I thought that was a cool Easter egg, but I didn't think it would pertain to this game because of the companies involved. Yeah. So I, it never crossed them. And I think, I don't think most people thought that would be a thing. Because, like I said, when you think of Avengers, you don't necessarily think of Spider Man. 
When you think of the Marvel Universe as a whole, in the Marvel Universe, period. He is the Batman of Marvel. Like, you know, if when I think of people, the top three people that people think of, of when they think of Marvel, I think of probably Spider-Man and Wolverine. Those are two guys everybody just thinks of and knows of Marvel characters. And uh, people are more mad because this is their favorite character. And they can't get to play as that character. And it sucks. But this is not a new practice for Xbox or PlayStation for that matter. Nope. I mean, let me let me put it to you this way. This is gonna hurt. This is gonna hurt, and this is gonna ruffle some feathers. Uh, this is business. Business happens, and to make it perfectly clear, uh, I know I preach all the time about wanting a Sunset Overdrive two. Uh, Sony owns that license now, like because they own Insomniac. The reason that Insomniac originally went to Xbox to publish uh, Sunset Overdrive is that they would retain uh, ownership of the IP. So when Sony bought them. They also got the Sunset Overdrive rights. Do you know what they don't have for Sunset Overdrive, though? First game. No, they don't. They have the first game. They own it. Do you know why they can't publish it on PS4 right now? Because Microsoft owns the rights to the first game, doesn't it? Doesn't it? Microsoft owns the publishing rights. rights. Yes. Sony would have to buy those from Microsoft, which I'm sure a deal could be worked out, but they're working on other stuff right now. Um, this happens all the time. Um... Kingdoms of Amalur is another great example. Because, um, remember, it was big news when THQ bought the license, but then EA still had publishing rights. Well, they don't anymore because THQ Nordic is publishing uh, Kingdoms of Amalur Re-Reckoning in like 26 days. So, um, you know, this stuff happens all the time. It's business. It's unfortunate, but it is what it is. Yeah, and everyone's saying vote with your for wallets. the longest time. Cuts don't it sucks, yeah. But I remember one of the ones I talk about all the time. Care. Yeah, I think this the, has been a practice aver- going on for a long time. Oh, go ahead. The average consumer is going to see that Spider Man is in this game <clears throat> and see that it's exclusive to PS4 and go, "Oh, I got to get that one." And I, it'll it'll work. Like that's that's what's going to happen. I have a perfect example of that. My friend. Who only, only game system he owns is a Switch, right? Yeah. He asked me the other day. He was like, I'm thinking about buying an Xbox One. I said, why? And he was like, because I want to get that Avengers game. I said, then buy the PS, then buy a PS4. He said, why? This actually happened. I said, because Spider-Man is only in the PS4 version. And he said, okay, I'm going to buy the PS4 then. I literally, it literally changed his whole conversation because I said, hey, Spider Man's gonna be in this version. I also said, yeah, Spider Man's gonna be in this version. And I also said, PlayStation has a Marvel Spider Man game. And I know you're a comics fan, so you would like this. Yeah. And that that changed his whole opinion and outlook on it. He immediately said, okay, I'll just get the PS4. And that's why Sony does this, these, these type of deals. I can make numerous occasions of why Xbox did the similar things. To me, and I said, you know what? I guess I guess I just gotta get an Xbox. And one perfect example of that is Mass Effect. I love Mass Effect. It's my favorite series of all time. When it's I not first, my favorite series, but I also love Mass Effect. So, and when I first saw that game, and they said, "Oh, it's only on Xbox 360," I went and immediately got an Xbox 360. And I mean, a hot take, but Mass Effect One's not really that great. So. Look at Haley. You're going to stop this today, all right? You're going to stop doing all these hot takes to make me angry, <laughs> all right? I but mean, 
I mean, the story of Mass Effect 1 is great, but the mechanics and gameplay is not great. So. Really? No. You can't even call me wrong about that. That's the statistical truth. Haley, we're not doing this today. Anyway, the point was that Mass Effect 2 came to PS3 without one being on there. Like, yeah. they literally had to finish the trilogy without part one being on there. The I, I mean, to be, to be fair, when Mass Effect 2 came to PS3, there was a comic that allowed you to make your choices from Mass Effect 1. So... Yeah, but you couldn't experience Mass Effect 1 until, until way later. Again, you don't need to experience Mass Effect 1. Just play the comic in, part, in Mass Effect 2. You're yeah. much better off. You're going to stop doing that. <laughs> I, am, I am not going to stop doing that. You're an awful person, Haley. <laughs> but this, this is where I use that uh, person putting on sunglasses deal with it gif. Like... <laughs> But yeah, but yeah, that's that's been a case all the time about st- for Xbox One. State of the K. I love zombie games. State of the K is only on Xbox One, so I had to get Xbox One. Titanfall. I had to get Xbox One for Titanfall. That's just the breaks. It sucks, but this is how these companies make their business. These companies are I've said it multiple times. I said it with the with the price increase. These companies are not your friends. They're out to do one thing yeah, and it's make, make money. money. <laughs> they don't care if they hurt your feelings because they know, just like a drug addict. You're going to come back to them and get your hit. Whether you want to or not. And that's how they treat it. Like, hey, we're going to make you mad right now. But we know you're still going to support us whether you like it or not. Because we keep doing it. People always yeah. say, vote with your wallet. But no one ever votes with their wallet. Again, <laughs> it let, never me tell you, let me tell you of the most famous boycott in video games. Uh, there was an entire Steam community dedicated to boycotting Modern Warfare 2 on PC. Because it didn't have dedicated servers uh, at launch. And on launch day, all of those people in that group were playing Modern Warfare 2. Boycotts don't work. Yeah. Video game boycotts don't work. I'll yeah. just say that. Boycotts yeah. for other stuff definitely work. But for video games, it just doesn't work. The mainline consumer doesn't care. Yeah. And then and, and the people who grew up complaining about it still buy it anyway. So it doesn't make a difference. And for reference, when I say mainline consumer, I'm not talking about us or anyone who keeps up with day-to-day gaming news. Um, I'm talking about your average Joe Blow who maybe buys two games a year and maybe like a sports game. Like, yes, they don't care. They're probably going to buy Call of Duty, maybe a sports game, and maybe one of the big fall releases, and that's it. Yeah. Right. They don't it, care about boycotts. Anything else you got to say about this, Haley? No. All right, then. Are there any games? Though the drop has been murdered, so I don't think there's any games coming out this week that we can talk about. Shoot, is there anything else we can talk about, Haley? Uh, there's not any games we can talk about, but uh, if you've pre-ordered uh, Tony Hawk's Pro Skater 1 and 2 remake, uh, the demo comes out on Friday uh, around uh, 11 a.m. Eastern or 8 a.m. Pacific time. Um, and also for those who pre-ordered the Avengers game on Xbox and PC, it's open beta, uh, it's pre-order beta for you guys this week, and it is open beta on PS4, uh, for anyone who's interested in jumping into that. So, you know, not, not much else to add other than that. Um, you know, we're, we're looking pretty sharp here. The Avengers game comes out in 22 days, and Kings of Amalur in 26, like, Lots of big stuff's gonna come out. Uh, a week and a two weeks and a day until Control's DLC releases. Tell me why comes out at the end of the month. Stuff's starting to heat up here. 
Yeah, I'm very excited about all this stuff coming out. I didn't know all this stuff was coming out until you started mentioning it. That's yeah. awesome. Uh, and again, like, tell me why is one of my big, excited, like, Xbox things, but I'm going to wait until I get the Series X to play it, so. I'm very excited for that as well, to say the least. All right. I guess that'll do it for us for this episode of the PlayStation Experience. We hope you enjoyed yourself. Please feel free to holler at us and give us a follow over at the Twitters at PlayStation XP. Stop by the PS the, the blog at psvg.blog or the Discord at psvg.blog slash Discord and join us for our shenanigans over there. But last, but certainly not least, we'd like to invite you to be a part of our Patreon over at patreon.com slash psvg. If you enjoy our content here at PSVG, we have a slew of additional content to be had just for $3 a month. That includes Strong Style and many more shows. I'm going to host a Strong Style. It's a really good show. You should check it out. With that in mind, we would like to give a special thank you to our Patreon producers. Edwin Callow, Barry Cathcart, Josh Bonesaw, Chris McElfrick, Devin Tyus, who is not here, Kyle Heyman, Paul Calico, and Michael Masick, and Grouchy Surge, and Nick Fireharbor. Thank you for joining us on this journey that is PSVG. So with that in mind, let the people know where they can find you, Haley. Uh, you can find me over on Twitter at Shepard Zarel, uh, which I, I don't think I've ever explained this to people. Uh, one of my coworkers at Walmart calls me Shepard because I always wear N7 merch, so... Um, so, and then everybody knows what uh-huh. Zarel is. So That's adorable. I didn't know that. That's cool. <laughs> He's my boss, and he calls me that. <laughs> that's cool. He, I like he that. Loves, he loves Mass Effect. Uh, so, that's what that is. Uh, it was originally the same as my gamer tag, but uh, everybody knows the story behind that, so thanks, Twitter. Uh, find me on your game platform of choice, at Haley Zarel. Um, can have me on Nintendo Switch if you ask for my Switch code, but I'm not remembering a 12-digit code off by heart. Um, and... Uh, also, just, just gonna, oh dear, uh, something is going on in the Discord, that's fantastic, I love being pinged with not your nectar of the gods, okay, (laughs) uh, (laughs) sorry, I lost my train of thought, uh, also just gonna say this here, if you're into, like, off-brand, like, ridiculous superhero stuff, please watch the Umbrella Academy, it's really good, uh, season two was fantastic. Ends on a cliffhanger. Uh, really want season three. So, all right. And you can also Delvin Cox. Please watch Bit. I will. And you can find me on Twitter at Delvin underscore Cox. Check out the Delvin Cox Experience anywhere you get podcasts. And that'll do it for us. And as always, long live play. This has been a production of the Play Some Video Games Podcast Network. <laughs>